Welcome to Sleep With Me. I'm Dear Scooter, and this is the podcast that puts you to sleep. And that's exactly what I mean when I say that. Uh, This is a podcast designed to help you fall asleep. And how it works is I'm just going to tell you a story, and you'll be able to put your thoughts aside or whatever your mind's racing about or all the presents you got to buy, whatever. And just listen to my voice and listen to the story, and it's going to get more and more boring as I go on. And sooner or later, you're going to drift off into dreamland. That's the goal, at least. It should be that easy. You just need to get in bed, pull up the covers, make sure the lights are down and you're comfortable, and then just press play and listen, and I'll send you off into dreamland. I'm so confident in my ability to be boring. I'll make this offer to you if you're listening. If you listen for a couple nights and this doesn't help you fall asleep, and you check out the sleep tips on our website, sleepwithmepodcast.com, email me or hit me on Twitter and let me know it didn't work for you. It's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. So feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com, at Dearest Scooter, and I'll work with you one-on-one to try to figure out how you can get a good night's sleep. And this isn't some sales pitch. I'm not a sleep consultant. I'm not selling some line of natural sleep aids or anything. Um, The reason I started this podcast, other than I know I'm boring, is that, you know, I've been there, uh, you know, as an adult. But as a kid in fifth and sixth grade, I had insomnia. Couldn't sleep. Every night was like being tortured. And, you know, no no adults really bought, bought what I was... You know, they were like, oh, no, you're just one intention, or it's in your imagination, and it wasn't. And I kind of felt trapped and all alone. So I, I can really um, relate if you're having trouble getting to sleep. So that's what I'm here for. I've got a superpower, being dull and boring, and I'm going to try to pay it forward. And, and I mean, I can't really, I guess I could use it for evil, but... I don't know if this is even good. I don't know. But that's why I'm here. So let me know. The offer's out there. Try this podcast. See if it works for you. Dearest Scooter at sleepwithmepodcast.com or at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. And tonight, the boredom will come in another episode of After the Glass Slipper, where I explore what happened after Cinderella became a princess. What became of her fairy godmother? What became of her stepmother? And in previous episodes, we've... The godmother's wand's been stolen by the stepmother. Stepmother's learned the magic word to use the wand. Uh, The godmother, we find out her name's Penelope, I believe. Supposedly, allegedly. She's still in jail. She's let the captain of the guard know that she either suspects or knows that the prince is beating the princess um, Joffrey style or maybe not quite Joffrey style I don't know because I'm not there I'm just going on Penelope the fairy godmother's word and she's locked up in jail so how good of a word is it but that's kind of how we left things the captain of the guard seems to be in love with Cinderella he charged off after he learned this news godmother's still in jail And the stepmother has the magic wand. And that's where we pick things up. It's at the cottage of the stepmother. She's got this wand. 
for a couple days she just kind of left it sitting on her kitchen table because it was freaking her out. You know, the fairy godmother told her it would spell her doom using the wand and that it would have these horrible consequences, but she didn't go into detail. So she stirred up the stepmother's imagination and she was picturing herself melting or, you know, going to alternative universe, whatever conceptually that meant back then, but, you know, something horrible happened, but Blaken breaking out in boils or blisters. So she didn't do anything for a while. But finally, her curiosity and just her desire to, you know, get back into this her daughter's good graces. She figured this wand got the got the godmother. Godmother the fairy godmother was meeting with the princess every single day. So this had to have some value. So she went out in the woods. She didn't want to blow up her cottage, obviously. She's got to live there. And she started real small. She started turning stones into sticks and sticks into stones. She didn't break anybody's bones. And she waited to see if they would blow up. And they didn't. Then she tried the old rocks into loaves and fishes and water into wine. And nothing bad happened there. And the food was pretty good. The wine was tasty. Not as good as in that other the big book, but not bad. She started doing other stuff, nothing major, but just taking little steps. She turned an ant into a bug. Then she started having fun with changing animals around, and she made a jackalope and sent it off on its way. So she started playing, and she got more and more confident. And she's like, okay, I think I got this, how this works. So it transforms stuff. And... You can change a living thing into another living thing or a non-living thing into another non-living thing. And she found out size doesn't matter when she changed a bird into an elephant. And of course, she, she, she of course already forgot about the consequences. Every once in a while she'd be curious after the elephant ran off what, what happened to it, but she, uh, you know, she could care less. And then she, uh, she's like thinking, hmm, what's my next move here? And to be honest, she, she, her husband had passed away a long time ago. She was kind of lonely. And at one point she saw a mouse kind of creeping around her, her cottage. She tapped in, turned it into a, a stable boy. She took the stable boy into her bed. Let's just say that. Had some fun with the stable boy. He was mute because she was asking him, where are you from or whatever. She just laughed and enjoyed his company, his physical company. And then she threw him out. <laughs> yeah. And again, this, she's not, I mean, this lady, she's she's an evil stepmother. I mean, I guess, or not good stepmother. She's evil in fairy tales usually signifies she has some evil power. Right now she does. She has the wand. So after the stable boy, she was curious if something would happen, and, and uh, she she was old enough she couldn't have kids, so she wasn't worried about some demon baby being in her womb, but nothing happened, no, no fallout. The stable boy didn't come back and break down her house or burn it down. 
and she even asked about it at the end. Because if you know from episode one, one of her daughters, she married off to an innkeeper. So most nights she, was, she could be found at this inn eating free dinner and wine. And she asked around about this mute stable boy. But no one had ever heard of him, so she figured he must be from out of town. And then it, then she comes, then it hits her. She thinks about out of town. She starts thinking about the godmother, the fairy godmother. And she gets her plan. And the next morning, she goes into the woods of the clearing where she first saw the fairy godmother appear. She changes herself into the fairy godmother. She comes up with her plan. And she goes down that afternoon, calls for the captain of the guard. He's like, oh, you haven't been here in a while. You know, usually you're here every day waiting for your daughter. She says, oh, I, I, I know she'll come around. He says, listen, that, that, that godmother, that woman, she's still locked up, right? He says, oh, yes, her name's Penelope, by the way. Let's refer to her as Penelope, the witch Penelope from now on as opposed to that old woman. You can say, okay, whatever, the witch Penelope. She's still in jail, right? He says, yes. He says, well, don't be alarmed tomorrow. She's still going to be in jail, but... She, she tells him, don't worry. Tomorrow, her she, I learned she has a sister who's not a witch. And she's going to come tomorrow and, and visit the princess. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but the captain of the guard's not the brightest dude. He says, okay, whatever. So she goes back to the spot where she first saw the godmother. She turns herself into the godmother. And then she turns, grabs a rock and some sticks, turns it into bread and wine, tea, and a picnic basket. And she heads off to the castle like she's the uh, fairy godmother. Or to her, this old witch. And meanwhile, a captain of the guard's sitting there, tending the gate with the other guards and he sees the godmother rolling up the path and all the other guards they loved the godmother because she'd have his bottle of wine um, and they'd get to hit that and she had usually some bread or some cheese so oh, oh we've missed you so you know the captain of the guards like oh good god I had this lady thrown in jail meanwhile I can't tell anybody because I don't want the princess to find out so he's like waiting for her to blast him with a lightning bolt or she says oh greetings captain and she gives it you know gives these guys some bread and some wine and they're oh godmother princess has been beside herself where have you been she goes, <laughs> oh or godmother they call her penelope um turns out that's her name penelope and, oh miss penelope miss penelope and the princess will be so overjoyed and then the princess's assistant comes out and she's hugging the stepmother who's pretending to be the godmother whose name is Penelope oh Penelope come come see the princess come so she rushes in they go, they go into the Cinderella's private chamber which is wit I mean the stepmother can't believe this place the castle's off the hook and she's sitting in this chamber. It's got stained glass, gold stuff, and baubles, you know, all sorts of fancy stuff, tapestries. And, you know, she sits sits there, and all of a sudden Cinderella comes in. And Cinderella looks magnificent. 
and she's but she looks grave like scared or afraid or something and she grabbed as soon as she comes in she takes the penelope the stepmother the godmother combo hugs her and she starts weeping and weeping and weeping she's so upset and she's crying and crying and crying and the stepmother she has to dig real deep to find some mothering instincts because she's a terrible mother but she's so manipulative that she knows what so she rubs her back she says oh child oh child you know she holds her and lets her weep until you know when you're after you weep and you're, you're a sh you feel like a shell, and she's just breathing, and she's still holding her, comforting her, and, and, and she says, "Oh, what's what's the matter, my child?" And she says, "Oh, I was so afraid you weren't going to return, and you know I missed you so. I was afraid something terrible befell you." So, "Oh, child, no, it's fine, it's fine." And so, oh, oh, don't, don't, don't. Don't be so concerned. And just, you know, it's okay. I'll be here for you every day, just like in the past. And she thinks she's got her calm down. The Cinderella starts crying again. She's crying, racking with sobs. She's like, oh. Oh, fairy godmother. Oh, Penelope, I failed you so. And she's like, I failed what you asked of me she says, oh it's okay it's okay child it's okay it's okay and she she's, she doesn't know of course what what cinderella's talking about oh child you could never let me down she's like oh but i have what you told me never ever to let happen and if it did happen you told me to take the steps i have I, I failed you, and she's crying, crying. And she says, well, okay, tell, tell me exactly what happened again. And she's like, well, there was one night, and it was a lovely ball we were having for an out-of-town uh, king and queen, and there was dancing and drink, and and the prince and I, we danced and danced, and you know I love to dance. Sorry, my strange, my accent's strange today. And I was flush with wine. And the prince, despite all, all, all the, all the things you told me, and despite all the promises you made me, he he was he was quite handsome that night, and maybe it was the wine. And I felt the stirring inside me, and I know you've told me to destroy that stirring there was a, a yearning to have my skin against his and I couldn't control myself and you know stomach's like okay dear 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 okay she said and, and just in the middle of the dance the prince swept me off the floor swept me into a, a root cellar and we and she starts weeping again. And the stepmother obviously knows, okay. And the stepmother first, she's like, well, child, he is your husband. And she catches, catches, and the Cinderella's weeping so hard, she didn't, she didn't quite hear that. And she says, well, 
No, but stepmother, I didn't take the precautions either. You know, to put inside of me. And, and she's crying. And she's just like, I'm afraid. I'm so afraid. And me and step on is like, wait a second. And she says, child, they've been so sick. Let's sit and, and, and so I can help you. Explain to me exactly what, what you're afraid of so so that I can I can better she's like, Well you told me I could never bear the child of the prince and to avoid him at all costs and if he asked me for physical contact to be as cold and unpassionate as possible and to block him if he does enter me from from making a child inside me because it I, I because you, know, you told me I didn't you told me that was my mission of why I was princess you told me I would never become queen so that this the stomach is like think this doesn't make any sense but it's like okay that's this godmother's angle to keep her from getting pregnant. She becomes wicked curious. And she, and so I was like, I also know that I'll, you will punish me. I said, well, well. She starts crying again. She says, okay. She's like, but you did say something could be done if I find I'm with child, but I don't know even know yet that I would save me from punishment, even if it, whatever it means, please, 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 Penelope, don't. She said, okay, calm down. We don't know if you're a child yet. Let's just wait and see. Got the stepmother here. We don't know if she's pregnant or not, and we don't know why. Godmother wants it so badly to stop it. And we need to find out. And the stepmother wants to find out. And that's where we'll go next. And where you'll go next is if you had a magic wand, what would you do? And you said Alakazoo. Could you, what, what, like what animals could you give wings and would they fly like a flying horse? Will that be a pegasus flying through the air? In the clouds. What if you gave cloud wings? The cloud was flying through the clouds, a flying cloud with wings, floating and flapping its wings. Then it lands by you and says, hey, climb aboard. I'm a cloud bed with wings. You climb aboard. And the cloud is so soft and comfortable and it flies its wings. And it flies through other clouds that are even softer get your lids get heavy you start to sink deeper into this cloud start flapping its wings the more it flaps the deeper you sink further and further away 